Hello and welcome to the High Hops Podcast with your host Bradley Y. With me as always, my girlfriend, woman with a cat on her, yeah, Phoebe Ward. And Figaro. Beer guru. <sighs> yeah. Notice if it's just started calling me a girlfriend in the podcast. Did you realise yeah. that? Best friend. <laughs> Phoebe Ward. Like, I'm sorry, when, when did that become <laughs> official? I'm learning this now, audience. We are, as always, back. With another episode. We're not drinking any beers live. Actually, that's a lie. We, we are, are drinking a beer live, but it's nothing to do with what yeah, we're doing today. It's for a future episode, technically. Mm. <laughs> Tiny Rebel. Okay. We are currently drinking Lazy Boy Lager, which is a Hell's 4.3%. It's actually quite nice, but we're not talking about it's that It's a bit one. gassy for me. But in that case, what are we talking about this week, Phoebe? <laughs> so, um, a, a while ago now, a few weeks, maybe a month. Um, Only a few weeks. Really? A few weeks ago, um, Vessel was visited by, was it Josh and... James and Laura from Wild Beer. Not even close, though. Um, And they came to talk to us about five Wild Beer beers. Um, Yeah, so they visited uh, Vessel to talk about the Modus series. Mm. Um, So that's part of the... One um, beer in many iterations. Yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about who Wild Beer are? Yeah, so um, Wild Beer are based in Somerset, so they're kind of your local brewery. They are, they're 15 minutes from where I used to live. Yeah, and um, their slogan is, drink wildly different. It's a, a duo of a Californian called Brett Ellis and a British man called Andrew Cooper. And in 2012, uh, with a passion for wild fermentation, they created a, a brewery. And uh, they're very much into... They've got their own, they've got kind of two sections. They've got like a barrel aging section, and they've got like a more like a I don't know a pro- production bit. I don't know what would you call it. It's not barrel aging. What is it? Well, they've got barrel aged, which is made more ale, craft beery kind of area, and then they have a more sort of like factory, mm. same kind of um, product day in day out that they distribute mm. to. You know, you can buy it in craft beer shops, but it tends you can tend to find things of theirs in. Local bars, Morrison's, Morrison's, Yo Sushi. Yo Sushi, you can find them opposite um, Asahi, mm-hmm. um, a very similar kind of beer. Um, sorry, this beer is very light, but gassy. You nasty. Um, so they're around. They do one of my favourite things, which is foraging, um, and they get all of their natural ingredients from the farm that they're based on. Mm. Um, which is a cheese farm. Yes. So their beers tended to pair quite nicely with the cheese sold yeah. on the farm and the first which i found out that cheese used to used to sell to jimmy oliver's restaurants before um hey. they went down oh, yikes and vessel festival had them doing a cheese and beer pairing last year at the festival didn't they we did and which was, was very amazing great. yes um, um but yeah. since like we said we're here to talk about the one and only the modus modus so we're going to be going through the five we had yes and then phoebe at the end we'll be talking about a hot exclusive I will. Oh, a new one. Yeah, the new one that they've just released. Sorry. It's almost like we don't talk about anything we do on this podcast before the episode. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so these would have been made in the 727 barrel room, mm. which we've been to a really cool Sorry, event. 727 barrel rooms or 727 barrels. So barrels in one room? They hold 727 barrels in there the barrel go. room. Clarification. <laughs> um, and uh, we went to an event there and it was lovely. Mm-hmm. We do uh, dinners and everything. It's really fancy. Um, and these would have been sitting there. Um, I think the oldest one we've got on here is from 2015. Um, so yeah, they tend to age them for three, four years. They said after that, it kind of becomes sludge. 
Right, so what was the first one we had, Phoebe? The first one uh, was, well, number one, modus operandi, and it was a 7% um, barrel-aged in red wine, burgundy, and whiskey barrels. Which is it weird, because James mentioned how he could drink this by the pint. Which I would say, personally, I do not think I could drink this by the pint. No. I think I could have it in half pints or thirds. Yeah, it was an interesting series because it's like... Yeah, also, the... Did we mention they're all sours? Well... Because that was because um, our friend Cameron was going to come to this and then I mentioned that it was a, a sour thing. Yeah. And there was I mean, actually a girl to my right who had never had sours before. Oh, yikes. Wow. And I was like, oh, this I is going to be fun. But I wouldn't <laughs> throw these into like sours I've had before because it's mm. this like a really nice... Because they're barrel aged and the sourness comes from the barrels. Yeah. So they're not sours, they're barrel aged. Yes. But yeah. comparable, I think, if, yeah, you were sour. To give, you know, if you were to put them in a category, mm. sours, for sure. Um, according to my notes, this mm-hmm. was not the most sour one, for sure. Um, no. And I think the, um, the, like I can the barrels why. that were used gave them the sweetness. Mm. Um, and yeah, uh, it was quite nutty. I found this one to be like really carbonated. Oh, yeah. Um, they said it was uh, the Flemish style, so I think they tend to use the Flemish, the traditional Flemish style in mm. making their barrel-aged beers. Yep. Um, and yeah, I, I enjoyed this one. Um, it wasn't... Oh yeah, by the way, mo- modus operandi means a way of doing things. And have you? what notes have you made on this one? Because I was actually working, so I couldn't untap. I, this was the one I didn't make notes on, actually, I'm afraid. I, um, I'm, I'm going to have to go off. There's, I did a couple of notes for each of them, and there was ones that stood out to me. Mm. I, this was fine. I didn't. I remember I didn't really agree with him saying that you could do this by the pint, but mm. then he works with this Everyone's James. This is, you know, this is his... All of these are his baby. Like, clearly, he this, you know, whole yeah. series means quite a lot to him. He's mm. been there working on this day in and day out for, you know years on end so i totally understand that but um for me i was like no i can no this you know does it have a year on it on untapped because i haven't got a year for this one the one i found on untapped is you know old ale oak aged for 90 days plus that's not the right one no no because the barrels i've got are red wine burgundy and whiskey right well it's just you know if you type in modus operandi that's what you get without knowing the brackets next to it i can't tell you well without A lot of these are not in production anymore because they've been made and drunk and you're never going to have the same one ever again. It's very limited. Um, But if you type in modus operandi, that's the only one to come up on Untapped. So I don't know what else there is outside of that, but that's that's the only information I've got here. Okay. The next one we had was, um, I mean, I've written it The Blend Winter, but is it not called The Winter Blend? I don't know why I've written it that way if it's... Uh, I actually have this. Uh, I've just got the Blend Winter, okay, 2015 Beyond Modus 2. Number 2, and it's a 6% this one. So the idea was to, I remember him saying the idea for this one was to take, take Modus, <laughs> seize it, and then do something interesting with That's it. That's very Adrian Walker, isn't it? Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I probably dramatised that uh, more yeah. than he, he did. But. i got to say, it was very entertaining in a completely different way of watching. It was more casual. I mean, was I wasn't casual. there for Adrian Walker's one. It was relatable was... and it was, I don't know, he, he really seemed to enjoy himself talking about the beers. Well, I think the difference is he makes, you know, he's responsible and makes this one. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's so some really good pictures of him on Instagram. It's a little bit of yourself kind of putting it into these beers. So mm. obviously he wants people to enjoy these because he he's responsible for making yeah. them. So for him, it's very personal. You know, Adrian's works as, as a sales guy you know mm. he's 
selling these products and but he doesn't have the the you know so he doesn't work in the brewery he's not physically no. making the product he's selling the product so it's a completely different world talking to these two so if you go on um wild beers instagram there's a video of james crushing grapes with his feet but no i i've got here actually i preferred this to um standard modius uh, Mo- modius modius yeah um if i'm honest what? uh the taste is modius. more interesting and modus modus I've just said the word wrong. I prefer this to standard modus, and um, yeah, the taste was more interesting. I've got but good in a third. A note I've made is holy sour. <laughs> Apparently, it was really sour. To me, I didn't think this blue that sour wise. I don't recall this. You know, to me, this was like the most sour one. I think. Right. Um, it doesn't actually say. Oh, uh, it's a blend of multiple beers mm-hmm. so it, they've this is they do this quite a lot so they'll uh, they'll brew a beer so they'll mix a bunch of different beers together mm-hmm. um and it's created so I, I don't know what barrels does it say on untapped what barrels i Let's think it's so many barrels because like they barrel aged one beer and another one and then mix them together so what kind I of barrel is it don't know where the information is for it and it might not exist um it doesn't seem to be one i said it smells lovely it's pale and dark mm-hmm um, I don't know if you agreed with that. I don't know what it smelt like. This is the thing. I wish I knew what the fruits were because I was I was working. I was, mm. I had to actually give out the beer, um, so I couldn't just like sit and concentrate. But holy sour to me means I may have struggled with this one. No, I don't. I I find I'm I'm not particularly the best person for being able to d- detect um, notes of fruit and things like that. <laughs> no. So if you weren't able to get it, um, I am going to be clueless when it comes to the side on what. Well, uh, I thought what to maybe tell if you, you were listening, oh, no, you weren't writing stuff down. I, was I did not... like I looked over to you like, oh, he's not writing stuff down. No, I was I was enjoying chatting, the beer. and I was enjoying. I paid for this, so I was going to enjoy <laughs> this. <laughs> I was getting paid for it. You were, um, but, but no, no. Yeah. I, I like I said, I preferred. I honestly would say I preferred this. I didn't find it as sour as the first one. I actually found the taste more subtle. Like I, I vividly remember having like modus and being like, oh, a really? lot. Like not like disgusted, but like it was, it was a lot. And then having this one and thought, oh, this feels like more of a subtle version of, mm. of um. I was like, you know, this is kind of nice if you want to ease people into it. Like I think the girl to my right preferred this to the first one as well. Really? Interestingly, yeah. But I'm like, holy sour with an exclamation point. Yeah. I mean, once again, if you don't like sours, this whole episode is going to be probably not going to change your mind outside of maybe your last mm. one. I think maybe your last one's the lo- only one I would think. You know, maybe we'll change your mind. Um, but should we? If you got, should we move on to the next one? Yeah. Because so... the next one, I think, did definitely cause a stir in terms of the way it looked. This was the one that looked very much like a stout, didn't it? Did it? I don't know. You're the big guru. I what can't was the remember. name of the next one? Um, this was um, Beyond Modus Five, and it was a six point two percent. Beyond Modus Five. Yeah, and it's a technically like an yes. English ale. So all the photos of this one. So I remember like. Um, like you put it in the glass they were all kind of that colour no no the third and fourth ones were so the third and fourth ones they had like because sour sour and uh, stouts have a very like very different kind of quality when they're in the glass sours are you know they don't they don't collect on the side of the glass one thing they're not dark they don't really have a head it's like a Mm. you know it's like a cider really Mm -hmm. is is kind of what it is it looks like a cider Mm -hmm. Um, stouts are they have a head? Yeah, mm-hmm. they will have a crema most of the time. Yeah, very much like coffee. Um, and if you have it in a glass and you move the glass around, it will collect on the side yeah. of the glass. And that's exactly what this one and the next one were doing. And a oh. lot of people were like, you almost expected it to 
taste like a stout yeah. and then you drink it and then it surprises you uh, yeah. so what did you have for this one um well i've got it written as an english ale does that make any sense to you? Because now that you've told Flanders me that, Flanders Red Ale. I've got down here. I have a small, small paragraph about Flanders Red in my book. Flanders Red Ale is a red to brown in colour with fruity notes like cherries, flavours of chocolate and vanilla, which is definitely what we tasted. And mm-hmm. um, they don't just focus on hop bitterness um, like other sours, but some light bitterness may still be noticed. They have been called the red wine of beer, an elegant drink that comes in between 4.6 and 6.5%. These beers are also Asian oak for prolonged periods of time and blended like lambics, a medium-bodied, dry, fruity, sour ale. This beer started life as an English old ale, which is aged in red wine and bourbon barrels and blended together to become Moda's Operandi. To go beyond, we have put exceptional blend of Moda's Operandi in a mixture of some very special, unique barrels, from our barrel library. So that's the main thing with all these beers, is it's all a different combination of the same drink. Yeah. And different ratios. So there's not like they're making it completely from scratch. It's the same kind of drink, but mixed uh, very differently. This year, the story of Modus um, comes from the wood. The barrels that have aged this blend recently had bourbon, Mm-hmm. whiskey, red wine, yep. the combination of characters, tart berries, raisins, sour cherries, vanilla richness, smoky peat, and Venus notes um, make a signif- magnificently complex blend. As you said, uh, the red wine, whiskey, and... Is it bourbon or bourbon? It's bourbon, isn't it? Bourbon barrel. Um, uh, kind of created a... Like bourbon. A, kind of created a woody, piney flavour. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of those barrels, yes, it had the sourness, but it was sweet as well. Right. So you've got that sweetness and it's a good balance. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think this may have been my favourite one, actually, looking at it. And now that you said Flanders Red, that doesn't make sense to me. Um, <laughs> I forgot what the fruits were, though, but I've, I have found consistently that when I, you know, I, I do, I will drink sours and if they're offered to me, I'll drink them. Yeah. The sours I tend to like the most are red berried sours. Yeah. Like raspberry, strawberry, cherry... I like, I don't think, because they're sweeter. They're mm-hmm. not as harsh. Like, I really can't get on with a proper mm. citrus, lemon, lime. Right. Oh, my goodness. It See, attacks uh, my uh, mouth. Two notes I had here were smoky and you could, red winey, I think, were the two kind of well, standout yeah, things. Red like, wine barrel. I think, pardon me. I think that's the two things that you can kind of take away. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that definitely shows, and like I said, the, the, way, it, the way it looks over the others. Yeah. Um, so the next one we had, weirdly, was um, Beyond Modus 4, which yep. was at 7.7%, and it was uh, created in 2017 when yep. it started uh, aging, when it was born. Happy birthday. Um, it, again, is double-aged in double barrels. It's double-blended um, in burgundy, red wine, and Kentucky bourbon barrels. Bourbon barrels. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, so it's uh, there's a lot of double going on here. Double, double. Um, so it's double-aged, so I'm assuming that, that either means that it was um, two barrel-aged beers mm-hmm. mixed together and then aged again, mm-hmm. or um, that they've just aged it for longer, I don't know. Um, but yeah, there's lots of double-age. Um, have I, what have I actually said about this? Um, oh, it was... Um, Oh, how do I... Do you have any notes on when he was talking about Ford fermented? No. Like I said, I wasn't taking notes, I'm afraid. Do you even remember him saying it? Ford, Ford? No. Okay. Well, I've written that it was 10% 
Ford Fermented, which okay. I, because it's been so long, have no idea what that means. Yeah. Cool. I've got here like old ale, red wine, bourbon and barley. I think what you can say with wild beer is that they they play around quite a bit. Yes. And um, the other note I've got here is that it was um like balsamic vinegary. Oh, this was the one he said. You've got to be real careful with it because it becomes, it can become vinegar very mm. quickly. Like you really have to watch this one. Mm-hmm. Because it's so tricky. You've got to keep trying it, haven't you? You've got to keep trying it. Like they were talking about how you try it where you Mm. get the the nail technique. Was that it? Where you put a nail on the barrel, you hit it, and then whatever comes out, you have in a glass. I think that's what they used to do, and now they have taps on them. Now they have taps on them. Okay. No, it's, it's, I think that is kind of what you have to do with barrel aging because you have to keep checking on it. Mm. Um, It's the same with lager, I think. You have to keep checking on lager. Mm. Um, But apparently this one was very light. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I haven't really said that I favored it over but then because i made an actual comment on the other one saying like oh yes like the, i love this one mm-hmm. um i think i enjoyed this one more than the first one okay okay cool um i i, I just for me i think the the three and four are my favorite two because i think that there was a nice it wasn't super sour like we moved when away you say from the three and four you're talking about the list that we're the, in order yes, that we're sorry talking sorry about uh, so five and four yeah in that case but for me the the second and the third and fourth ones we had so this one and the last one mm. were my favorite too um because they weren't very sour they had a nice kind of mix um maybe it was because they reminded me of having a stout maybe i've moved <laughs> towards that kind of person uh, but speaking is the most of the most different one we had. We move on to our last one. Technically, technically for me was the last yeah, one. Yeah, it was but for you because I'm cheeky. So um, <laughs> this one is probably the most well known of the moduses because it it comes in a really fancy little uh, which glass, we have. Which we have. Um, Not that we stole it. Actually, it's empty. We didn't steal that. No, we didn't steal it. And you, yeah, um, <laughs> it's a glass flask. Um, it's with awesome. We had someone say on. to us like, "Oh, we had one of these and." You could slip it into your blazer pocket. Right. And you've got a good uh, hip flask going yeah. on right there. It's, it's a great hip flask. It's really cool. And it's um it's quite a small little... It's a hip flask, so it's small. The hip flask, it's small. Um, and that's because this one is uh, 13%. It is the Iced Modus, the 2017 Iced Modus. I think Modus. everyone was like, ooh. And like, no, I remember James, I think, even was like iced and he got it out again and yeah. made everyone go ooh we were like, it is kind of impressive we were it's like a kind of nice looking one waiting to give it out I remember us it being comes lying. in a nice box we had cheese oh, yeah. with this as well we did have oh we good had remembering cheese. and the cheese was a smoked oh the cheese something or other it was just a smoked cheddar I think and it had some blue. once again from the um, yeah, from the farm from the actual farm and um, I was expecting the cheese to be really really, really strong because he was like, "Oh yeah, be careful of this cheese," and I was like, "Really?" Yeah. Um, so yeah, they paired this with uh, with the cheese, yeah, which was very much appreciated. Um, and yeah, so um, it's an ice old ale mm-hmm. that uses wild yeast. It's in uh, bourbon and red wine barrels. Yeah, um, and it is iced to intensify the flavors. And again, it's got that Pedro. Oh wow! It begins with an X forget that someone online has also recommended you have this with a blue cheese that's what we had it had blue in it the cheese oh was that oh okay it okay. wasn't like heavily blue but it had some blue veins in it right okay um and uh, it was like quite it was still quite thick like it wasn't like a blue cheese where it's very spreadable no no it was a it was like a dry cheese right okay um 
Yeah, so um, I know I mentioned bourbon and red wine barrels, but it was also sherry barrels. Yes, yeah, you can really taste the sherry yeah. coming out of it. Um, someone here has said like um, it's been aged so long, you can't. Even, it doesn't even seem like a beer anymore. Like it no. is. Like people have said, porters. People were saying like it is that it does. It'd be gone beyond. I mean, thirteen percent. You just said it's, gone beyond. Huh? It's gone beyond. Uh, but it is like. Um, it's like a red wine. It's a it's a it's a porter. It's a, you know it's, it's fancy. It's all these things you have. You sh- you know you buy a bottle, you share it between. You share it between seven people mm-hmm, on Christmas de- Christmas evening, and you have it with some lovely blue cheese. It certainly which sounds a like an absolutely sharing. amazing idea. Thank you very much for suggesting that. For <laughs> <me>. <laughs> no, it's definitely these all come in like large bottles. They are sharing mm. bottles. Um, and they're all they they all oh, the wax that they have on the top. So oh, of all the bottles. Oh my goodness, yeah. And I don't know why, but that I sounds think sounds like that sounds like pr- a, pr- a pretty big operation as well to do all mm-hmm. those wax. The speci- like the but specific can... bottles we had, the wax was so thick. Well, I was going to say, anyone from Wildbeer listening, please, uh, could you thin thin? Yeah. We we knew had bought one a while ago, like the first bottle we ever oh had. My God, it was yeah, wax. that was and it definitely it. took us like a good few minutes to try and like we had to chisel use... the wax off before we could open. I mean, the yeah, bottle. but with that one, we could at least we chiseled it with the bottle opener. Yeah, at vessel, we had to use a knife, <laughs> <laughs> and it was it took ages with a knife to like, get the wax. I love off. the anticipation, but I also love <laughs> drinking the beer. So there's got to be a nice middle ground here. It looks very pretty. Mm. Um, it adds to the... I think if they, the bottles didn't have that, they wouldn't look quite as good. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, I very luckily had the opportunity to try their... What number is it again, Brandon? Number six, because Phoebe doesn't understand Roman numerals. Was, and where, what did you... Can we just say, what, what what Roman numerals did you put down, Phoebe? Just so the, uh, put, the audience are aware. I put four. I just got the I and the V. She the put a, she, yeah, she put an I before the V. Yeah. Classic Roman numeral well, I was mistake. Like, I can't to find Clearly, it. you never had a Roman numeral clock growing no, up. No, of course I did. Well, actually, I no, did. we did, but I couldn't tell time until I was like 13. Anyway, <laughs> so, true story. Um... Beyond Modus, number six. Uh, this one was brewed this year. Mm. So it was an 8%. Currently unreleased, I think. I th- no, they have released it because it's on Instagram. It. Ah, okay. But not many people have had the chance to yeah, get their hands on it Yeah, three people on Untapped have commented it yet. And so. I was told, don't talk about it. Oh. Um, but it's, you. yeah, you saw it on Instagram. You were like, oh, they've... Yeah, it was yeah. on Facebook someone posted about it. Mm. So I thought, oh, okay, so people are now knowing it exists. Yeah. So you can probably talk about this. Mm-hmm. So um, this one was barrel aged in a three-year barley wine barrels. Mm-hmm. Um, it uses black grapes for its sourness. And in my opinion, um, it wasn't as good as the vintages, but I think that is because it's not vintage, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah. it hasn't aged as much. Mm-hmm. Um, so three years, no, three years is still a pretty decent amount of length of time, isn't it? Yeah, but it's only just come out, so it still hasn't sat in the bottle. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. the ones we had, they were like, um, so the year that they put on the bottle is the year that it's released. So we yeah, had a two thousand. We had a two thousand fifteen bottle. Mm. You know, so it's four years old now. Yeah, yeah. and that was would have been aged for three or four years. So you know, yep. it's a good seven in the barrels for the flavour. Yeah, it's potentially yeah. you know seven years old by that point. Exactly. So um, yeah, so I think um, it didn't. You couldn't taste. You could taste the barrels. Maybe it's just the barrels because I have found in my notes that I prefer the um, bourbon barrels and the red wine barrels. I do like an oak barrel, but I don't think they used any mm. oak barrels in this series. But I like the sweetness. See, it's, I'm just like, is this sour? I can't do the crazy sour. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but I mean, that's just my opinion. Um, I only got to have a little bit of it. Yeah. So, uh, 
yeah no but it's it's a really interesting series it's 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 the sort of i was thinking it's the sort of series you you buy because they do it every year there's one that comes out it seems that way yeah so it's the sort of series you buy like a few of you wait a few years and then you try them like one evening of a special occasion and Mm. you have four in a row um for many different years and you get to talk about it like it's not the sort of thing you go out you buy and you drink straight away yeah it's definitely what it seems like don't like even the year it comes out it's almost like a kind of wait a while mm. then give it a, give it a try because that's the, almost the best well, way of experiencing yeah. it and compare mean, it to other versions of the same product i've spoken to a lot of customers and they've um they've chosen like you can you can obviously you can buy all sorts of beers and vessel mm. um and they will choose to age them themselves they'll mm. buy them mm-hmm. i spoke to a guy the other day he said he got a stout um that's literally been on the shelf for two years yeah um and Sam is constantly aging stuff in the back. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's just hidden away in corners of the <laughs> cellar. Um, and it's I'm really interested. One day as, he's going to find something that's been there for like years past what he thought he'd You know what it. I'm terrified about? Mm-hmm. Putting them on the shop floor and then selling them accidentally. <laughs> yeah. That's the scariest thing in the world to yeah, me. I get that. So there's a certain corner in the cellar that so I didn't So Sam, put there. a note. Put a note on everything and yeah, see if we don't touch this. <laughs> you know you know the note thing. Like... <laughs> Put notes on stuff. You're not going to notice notes. Phoebe, don't touch this. <laughs> <laughs> I get a note at the beginning of every shift. It's wonderful. Phoebe, don't touch anything out the back. There we go. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Um, but no, yeah, fair enough. I've just realised there's a correction corner. So Late correction corner. Well, you can add this to the beginning and it won't be late. Yeah. Um, correction corner. Um, no, I'm at the end. Screw you. <laughs> we had um, the Marzen last episode we by did. Sri Lanka. Um, but on Instagram, I posted a picture of their Urbok because it looks exactly the same other than the fact it has Urbok on it. So mm. apologies. I will take another picture and repost. Um, wow. Yeah. But uh, we'll have to try that one now because Kate, that's Katie's favourite beer. Oh, yeah. Or one of her favourite beers. I think that's everything for this episode. I think we don't, I don't want to do a best and worst of with this because I think it's just more interesting. Like I've kind of said like my favourite two were... Uh, three and four. I think five is exceptional, but it's it doesn't feel like it goes with the other four. Mm. It's almost its own thing. I think three was my favourite, just um, in general. But I would recommend just the idea of maybe buying these and saving them up for for a rainy yeah, day to share it. amongst friends. If you get a chance to grab them, because mm. um, we... they're all all the ones we've spoken about are gone, but mm-hmm. they're going to keep making more. There's always the opportunity to buy them as they come out, so you won't be able to have the yeah. ones we've tried, except the, for the um, modus. Um, but there will be more every yeah, year. Yeah, and they have. This is only one series of their barrel aging, mm. um, barrel aged beers. Um, we've got. There's like a black currant one. There's yeah, loads. So yeah, um, yeah um, hopefully you'll find one in your local tap room. Exactly. Or if not, always look out and we'll be on the lookout. We'll tell you what for, it tastes like. When I was going to say, look on, be on the lookout for when um, while beer do their events. <laughs> I just remembered someone did um, put a comment. Uh, they asked us if we were going to do the modus and I said if they missed out on having it and I was like that's okay we'll, we'll tell you what you missed and he's like thanks <laughs> so shout out to <laughs> that person <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much for listening to the High Hops podcast if you have any recommendations for us let us know on Instagram or email us at hellohighhops at Boy. gmail.com We'll be back again next week. We're going to go and in, uh, celebrate International Stout Day. It was like two we days are gonna ago. Go and in, we're gonna so go, we are going to go and... In, oh my we God. are going to go and enjoy some a mystery stouts that we won't find out about Mystery stouts. I'm excited. I feel like I was late to the chase with stouts. And I'm all in. Welcome. Let's go. Bye. Bye. <laughs>